brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. folks welcome to this week's friday waffle um apologies about the extreme close-up um i'm just you can probably tell i'm in my living room and i'm using my my laptop um so for ease so anyway how are you i hope you're uh, i hope you're all well um weather's turned out really nice it's been really really uh still quite still quite chilly um but you know i'll absolutely love this time of year because it's daylight and it's pleasant, so it means if you've got a, if you've got dogs like myself, it means you can kind of get out, um, you know, and you're not having to worry about washing the floor when they come back. I mean, that's a problem in Scotland. We get so much rain, and in the winter time, you go out, you come back, the dogs are filthy, they shake themselves, it goes all over the wall, it goes all over the floor, and it's just a bloody nightmare. So anyway, yeah, I hope you're all. You're all good. Um, here we go. Reached another uh, another week weekend. Um, where does the time go? Um, it's been pretty busy at work. Yeah, I was. Uh, I kind of touched on my job um, last week. Now, for obvious reasons, you know, when you're on the internet, you've got to be very, very careful about what you talk about because at the end of the day, it's out there for anybody to find and it will be there forever even after long after I'm gone unless the internet was to suddenly disappear um <laughs> yeah what you see is out there and I've always I mean I used to probably when I first started YouTube I think maybe when I had sort of fewer views I used to be a bit more open about stuff but I learned very very quickly that you've got to be careful about what you talk about because you know it's, at the end of the day, you're, it's like going outside and standing on a soapbox and just shouting and giving out all your information to people. So anyway, yeah, my job, um, I did touch on last week, I have got a new job. And uh, the reason I wasn't able to say too much about it was because, um, I mean, I wasn't looking for another job. The job that I'm in at the moment, I do enjoy. I enjoy most of it. Um, there's certain elements to the job that I'm not really overly happy about, but uh, I got I got given um, contacted by an agency, and uh, I was going to be starting a job um, in about four weeks' time. And then in the last couple of weeks, I got uh, I got contacted, uh, or I, I met up with an old school friend, 
um, who has done really, really well for himself and he has offered me a job and the job that I've got um, is a mile from my, my front door. Um, so after a bit of thinking, I thought this is the job for me. So yeah, the, the job that I left, my current job to start, I ended up not starting because I'm going to be doing another job. I am conscious that I've had I've moved jobs quite a lot in the last sort of three, four years. And uh, yeah, I think <clears throat> I think um I, I want I want this to be my last job. I really do. Um because I'm not getting any younger. I'm no spring chicken and I do I want to settle down in the job and you know plan for my retirement. <laughs> so yeah, that that's that. Um gaming wise, what have I been doing? Anything? Oh, before I forget, um, my uh, my channel, I got a, a, a thing from YouTube to say that I am now over a million views um, on my channel. Now, I know there's lots of other channels, you know, even channels, there's channels a lot, lot smaller than mine. When, I mean, people when people talk about the size of a channel, what they refer to is the number of subscribers. Um, doesn't mean it doesn't mean that your channel is any less big. It's just there's less people watch it. So when people refer to a channel being larger or smaller, it usually means they've got more or less subscribers. And there's a lot of channels out there that uh, that have got less subscribers, but they've got a lot more views. Um, you know, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I mean, there's some people. I was looking at uh, one of the guys, uh, I've not seen him for a long, long time, one of the guys that kind of got to YouTube at the same time as me, I mean, he's he's gone on to bigger and better things. His, uh, I'm not going to say the name of his channel, but he's really done well. His channel has grown so fast. But then I was watching one of his videos yesterday and, you know, the, the quality is like professional, really professional. I don't know why he's not doing it full time. But one of his videos alone had 492,000 views. So there you go. One of his videos almost had half of my entire channel. But, you know, for a for somebody, for an old bloke like me who got into YouTube just as a bit of fun, uh, my channel is very niche, you know. Um, I'm delighted the way it goes. It's a very niche channel. The fact that there has been a million people, well, not a million people, there's been a million views of my videos is pretty, pretty intense, or not intense, pretty mental when you think about it. So, listen, thank you to everyone uh, of you million people, or how many, how many people it were, you know, that actually watched all these videos. But yeah, it's pretty, pretty mental, pretty mental. I was actually looking at the uh, the analytics for my subscribers. And I mean, in the first year, I was below 100 subscribers. So guys like Dell and Panther, I mean, Panther's been going a couple of years now. Dell's only been going, um, he's only been going a couple of months, actually, probably even that. Um, you know, their growth has been really, really good. Um, and it absolutely deserves. But yeah, it took me it took me over a year to get to 100. Um, and then you saw that wee bit where it just dropped. I got to 500 subscribers and then, um, I took my channel off for a couple of days and then when I put it back on, I dropped, I think it was something like 60. But uh, yeah, so pretty mental, a million views. There we go. Um, the news, I'm not wanting to do a Dell boy, but the news, uh, and I've said this before, Ukraine war, Ukraine-Russian war. <clears throat> I mean, it's been going now, I think it started. it started in March, I think it was. So we're now like two months in and already it's not really, it's it's kind of not almost the, the main topic of the news. And I kind of thought that might happen. I mean, the main topic of the news at the moment is, and I've got it there, I can't remember her name, the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard thing. It just goes to show how obsessed people are with celebrities. I mean, these are two people um, who are, you know, they're extremely wealthy. I mean, they're each trying to sue the other for a million, is it a hundred million dollars? 
um, which is just mental. But, you know, we have become, as, as a society, we've become completely obsessed with celebrities and, you know, it's it's sad. It's sad how we've become like this. It really is. Um, but, you know what, people, people watch. So... Uh, don't get me wrong, I was sitting watching a couple of nights ago. It was on I went on to YouTube and before I knew it, I was sitting watching uh, sitting watching the trial live. You know, what's that all about? So anyway, gaming wise, uh, have I been doing very much? Made a couple of videos. Um ten credit challenge where I uh, of 10, I put 10 credits in an arcade game, or a meme game, but an arcade game, and uh, play it, and uh, yeah, the one I did the other night there was Ghosts and Goblins, it's one of my favourite games, I mean, I think it's absolutely epic, It's it's got some of the best sound, probably some of the best uh, kind of graphics for games of that kind of uh, era, you know, the sort of mid-90s. Um, but it's as hard as nails. But what what I was quite kind of pleased to see was even you know after five or six goes, I started to kind of learn patterns. In fact, I was talking to Dale uh, Dale Boy. He I was talking to him last night actually, and he used to play that um, back in the day, and he got pretty good at it. And uh, he was actually you know Dale's the first one to take the piss out of me, as we all know. Um, but he was actually saying how you know. It was. It just proves that practice. You do get better. Arcade games. Most arcade games, I would say, are uh, they're patterns. You know, you just need to learn a pattern. So the more that you play it, you're undoubtedly going to get better at it. So that's one of the videos I've been doing. Um, still not been making enough videos. Um, and I keep saying it week in, week out that I'm going to change that. I do, and it's not because. It's not because I can't be arsed. It's it's just life. I mean, uh, I hardly I hardly watch any YouTube. Never mind making time for videos. <coughs> so I have got you know I've, I want to get I want to get all the other kind of videos that I'm that I'm putting out. I want to keep kind of getting new content, but it's just finding the time. Um, Saying that, um, I will be along next Tuesday at uh, six o'clock with uh, Gary Bracey. Now I know I've had Gary um, Gary on my channel, I two or three times. I think it's twice he's been on. He was on. Uh, I, I did interview him. Oh, I would say about four or five years ago, and then uh, he was on my channel. He took part in the the twelve hour live stream thing that we did. And uh, yeah, Gary, Gary's a cracking bloke. He really, really is. So because he's got a lot of business going on in the Middle East at the moment, he needs to be, uh, he's up early. He's up early in the morning. So he said that he couldn't do it too late. Hence the reason it's going to be a six o'clock, six o'clock start on Tuesday. Uh, that's next Tuesday. I don't know what day that's going to be. The fourth, third, I think it is. Third of uh, third of May. Six o'clock, try and come along. It's going to be a live stream. I've not quite figured out what it's going to be the basis. What I may do is play some motion games and just talk to Gary. But because it's a live stream, I want to try and encourage uh, questions. I mean, in the past, I've always come up with one questions, but uh, I want I want this to be an opportunity for you guys to ask questions. So if you can't get along on uh, next uh, next Tuesday. Put your question down below. I mean, I do understand that some people are probably still working. Some people might be coming back for work. You might be getting your tea, your dinner, whatever it is you say in England. Um, but if you can't get along, stick your question down below and I will endeavour to ask Gary it. Um, I, I, I saw a thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I have been uh, given the wrong information. I have been doing a, a, a 40th anniversary of the spectrum, um, I've been doing a live stream, or I was doing a live stream, I think it was eventually, it was five parts, it ran on to, I was playing the top 100 games, spectrum games, now I was led to believe the spectrum was already 40 years old, but I've since found out that it was only 40 this week, so I don't know why or who told me 
tough information. But uh, yeah, trust me, I'm not going to be doing another 41 because I've already done it. But I did notice there's a there's a gaming event. It was it popped up on the, on Facebook. It's basically to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Spectrum. And uh, it's down in Walsall. Now, I did a quick Google. It's on. It's this Saturday coming, which is tomorrow. I did a quick Google, and Walsall is about five hours from me. Um, and I've got plans. I'm seeing my girlfriend this weekend. So I'll not be able to get along, but I would love to have gone to that. I mean, there's... Is it Mev, Merv Dink, who worked for, I think it was System 3? John Hare is going to be there. Kevin Toms, I think, is going to try and make it. Sandy White, author of uh, Ant Attack, he's going to be there. Um, the Oliver Twins are going to be there. There's a few other people. So it looks like a really, really good uh, good lineup. I'd love to have gone along to that, but uh, sad, sadly I won't be able to make it. But yeah, if you're in that area, you should get along. Whilst I'm talking about 12-hour live streams, I just want to give a quick uh, mention. Novabug. Now, Chris, Chris and I have known each other for a long time. Chris has got a really good uh, channel. Very, very Amstrad-based. Chris is a, an Amstrad fan. I know there's not many, but Chris loves Amstrad. He is... Uh, Chris is doing a 12-hour live stream. Um, it starts tonight, which is Friday, um, the 29th of April. starts at Friday at 8 o'clock. Tonight at 8 o'clock, um, and it's going to run on until 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, which will be Saturday morning. Now, he's going to be having, I think he's going to be having auctions, he's going to be having special guests. Um, every single penny is going to Macmillan Cancer, which is a fantastic cause. I know Chris did say that it's close to him, and it's a cause, or it's a, it's a charity that's very close to me. Uh, my mum passed away in 1998 with cancer and the McMillan nurses helped her. They were fantastic. Um, Chris did say that it kind of makes him angry when he thinks that uh, for the last sort of, two years, cancer has kind of been, I wouldn't say it's so much been forgotten, but uh, it's not had the same focus that it's had previously and obviously because of other things that have been going on. But, you know, Whilst we're kind of getting out of COVID, thankfully, um, all these other nasty diseases are still there, taking lives, you know. Um, every other day, you hear somebody else, you know, dying of cancer. I mean, I don't know what the statistics are. Um, I don't think it's as much as one in two, but it's certainly not far away from that. It's a horrible disease. So, you know, big shout out to Chris and all the guys that are going to take part in that. Um Please get along. What I will do is I'll put a link to Chris's channel down below. Um, so if, if you're up to nothing, in fact, if you're watching this um, on Friday after this finishes, why don't you jump across to Chris's channel? I'm not saying you have to sit and watch it for 12 hours. I'm sure Chris will be, you know, doesn't expect that. I'm sure there'll be some people will do that. But uh, even jump in just to say hello. If you've got a spare 50, spare 50 quid, if you've got a spare... 50 pence, couple of quid, stick it towards, uh, you know, the McMillan cancer thing. So awesome, awesome, uh, awesome, what do you call it, cause. So I hope it goes really well, Chris. So listen, I've not got very much to talk about. Um, is there anything? Uh, yeah, I mentioned uh, Andrew, who's one of the guys that watch my channel. Andrew has very kindly been uh, modifying some of my machines. Um, he's he's put a he's modded my what do you call it my ColecoVision, my Atari twenty six hundred, my Atari Junior I think they call it twenty six hundred, and what else? My Commodore games machine, the Benetton Pong thing. He's modified all of these so that I can now use them with a, a composite connection rather than having to piss about with RF, because RF, it's, it's so difficult. I mean, uh, you've probably, you've, you may have watched um, my attempts to try and tune these machines into any modern TVs. It's hopeless, you know, RF is a thing that I don't even know if modern TVs have them anymore. 
Um, so Andy has very kindly modded them so that I can plug it in using the kind of the, the, the white and red wire. So uh, there are go there are going to be some more uh, videos coming out when I'm going to be looking at you know I'm going to play them on proper hardware. I've uh, thanks to I did make a wee shout out not a shout out I did do a little request. I think it was last week asking if anybody could recommend a sort of multi-cart type thing because whilst I love games, I would rather, if I could, uh, maybe it's the Scotsman in me, if I could get a single cartridge that lets me play every game, then I would gladly do it. I know some people, they want to have the proper versions, they want to have the box versions, they want to have the cassettes, whatever. It doesn't bother me. I'm all about just the games rather than the collecting aspect. So a couple of guys, I think it was three people actually in total, recommended I pick up, is it called the Harmony Cart for the Atari 2600? So I picked it up on eBay. It was meant to get delivered yesterday. It's not turned up yet, so hopefully it is going to arrive. Um, and again, a big thanks to Andy. He very kindly sent me over basically an image of his, uh, his SD card. So I've got all the games there. So yeah, once again, I, I will. I'm going to start doing some kind of live videos. I know I could, I could just play them on an emulator, but I think there's something nice about actually playing it properly. And it's the same in the ColecoVision. I mean, I've got about I don't know, maybe 15 games. Um, I'm going to start showing them off. I am going to do a live stream um, with Coleco. So big thanks to Andy. Um, I've also given Andy. Uh, what did I send him? I sent him my Atari. 400, that's the one, the horrible one with the uh, the touch kind of keyboard, similar to the ZX81. <laughs> Maybe not quite as bad, but not that far away. So Andy's very kindly, he's modded it, and what he's also done is he's put an extra, I think it's an extra 32, 32K in. So it's now going for 16 to 48K. So it means I'll be able to play a lot more games. Um, on that, so big thanks to Andy. And he's also going to modify my Binetone TV game. And there was one more, yet my uh, video pack, or if you're outside the UK, Magnavox Odyssey, I think they called it. Probably one of the worst consoles ever. But again, I've got quite a few games, and I think, I don't think I've even had the damn thing switched on. Um, so I'm looking forward to Kenny playing some of these again. So that's kind of been that. Uh, yeah, not an awful lot to talk about. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm, I am planning to go to NERG, North East Retro Gaming event, which is on in July. Um, I know a few guys um, in the channel have kind of made, uh, made noises about being interested in going down. So we will kind of tie up nearer the time. Um, what else? We will get down to the Arcade Club at some point. It's probably going to be July now, I think. We will need to get that organised. Um, yeah, anything else? Can't think. No, I can't think. So listen, what I'm going to do, I know it's a, a dull waffle, um, but I say apologies, just... It's just one of these things like that. So a quick look at last week's Friday Waffle. Um, da, da, da. Right, I don't know how many uh, <clears throat> don't know how many questions we've got here. Right, the Highlanders saying great waffle as always. I still use older software mostly because of my job. MS Paint, Notepad, and the good old fashioned command prompt. I don't use the command prompt um, very often, but like I said, I do use MS Paint for any painting stuff that I have to do. Um, and I do use Notepad as well. I use that quite a lot. I'm wanting to kind of copy and paste text, like from a website, excuse me, from a website. Oh, just before I forget, this is completely, completely non-gaming related, but I was watching a video and there's a guy, I can't remember what his name is, and he... It gives you all these kind of tips about different bits of software. Now, if you do a lot of typing for a job, whether it's typing emails, typing reports, whether it's dictating, whatever it is, if you've got a Google account now, the chances are, if you're watching this video, the chances are you've already got a Google account. Now, what you want to do is you want to go up to the top 
top right where you've got like the nine little dots and clicking that now you'll see things like uh, your gmail you'll see your uh, google drive plus other bits and pieces and google maps as well but another one you'll see is google docs now if you click on google google docs and then open up a doc and then go to tools there's a thing called voice typing now i know what you're saying yeah 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 well, i've seen that before but you know i've done i've used something like this before it was a piece of uh, software i can't remember what it was called dragon speaking or something it's called it's a piece of software that costs a lot of money and you've got to fanny about and get it to work properly but this google docs it uses the google engine and honestly it's fantastic i mean <coughs> it's a brilliant way if you want to type uh, if you're wanting to just dictate emails if you want to dictate you know a story or you're doing exams whatever it's brilliant it works so so well and what i like about it as well is it, you click on start or record and you can be talking and then you can go in with your mouse and you can just edit it can you as you're talking so really good and like i says it's completely non-game related but it's something that i discovered last week and i've basically been telling everybody <laughs> anybody that ever uses a computer to type things you know if you've got a lot of text or a lot of typing it's brilliant you know yeah there's going to be little mistakes along the way but best thing to do is slow your voice up take your time be clear don't do it in a noisy environment. If you're working in a call centre, then it's not going to work because there's going to be too much kind of noise. Uh, so yeah, that's Main Meister's top tip for typing documents. Go to Google Maps or sorry, Google uh, Docs and then do tools and then voice voice typing. Um, we Bob Art, thanks Alan for answering my question. I have played The Last of Us and agree it's a great game. I enjoyed the second one as well, but it did seem a bit preachy. Ah, right, okay. You know what? That's, that's an interesting thing, Bob. I mean, I've The Last of Us is one of my favourite kind of modern gen games. It's an amazing one. I've only played the second one for about an hour. I've just never managed to get back into it again. And I bought it. I bought it brand new. You know, it was 50 quid or something. So, anyway. Um... Question, what game do you love but it has the weirdest concept? For example, arcade game Bubbles, trying to clean the sink, avoid the ants, or Bubble Bobble with a tiny dinosaur with little stubby arms who loves chewing gum or fairy liquid and collecting fruit. Um, what game do you love but has the weirdest concept? I don't know. I mean, one of the games that... Uh, I don't know, one of the games that I love super pipelines quite a weird concept keeping critters off a pipe so that the water can flow through it um quicks how would you even explain that i don't yeah trying to explain quicks to somebody is difficult and a game that I was playing it on the uh, last sunday as part of the uh, the Commodore 64 streams that i'm doing is uh, drills yeah I can't even explain. I can't even explain what you're trying to do. Um, you're trying to avoid a face whilst making squares and avoiding what looks like a slug. And then when all the, the gates, when all the squares are made, you then have to go inside one, but make sure it's not the devil and it has to be one where it's an image of you, and then when you get inside, you've then got a bonus game. Yeah, it's an utterly bizarre game. I couldn't even begin to describe uh, Drills, a weird game. To be fair, Bob, I think probably most, there's not many games you would see it actually have rational, uh, rational kind of uh, aims. Commando, yeah, you're running through killing people. Most games are kind of pretty funky and a bit kind of spaced out. So, anyway, listen, thanks, Bob. Um, Mr. Colin Jones at Intellivision had a far worse controller. Oh, yeah, I was talking about uh, the uh, ColecoVision controller. It is a pile of shite. It really, really is. But I think I mentioned uh, Andy did say that you can actually, you can plug in a normal Atari joystick into port one 
um, and just use that as long as the game only requires one button. So, yeah. Um, by the way, the reason I asked the C64 internet question last week is because I've got my C64 on the internet. It's not really useful, but it's a lot of fun. It's not for browsing, but I can load files from a site I've set up and there's a portal up and running and under development that provides a few services, including online games, magazines, news, and my favorite, SID Radio, which plays random SID tunes. Excellent. Sounds a bit like uh, the old uh, the old CompuNet there called. <coughs> Excuse me. On to the question. What are your thoughts on Internet of Things? From home assistants like Google Nest or that thing, which I'm not going to say because I've got one sitting beside me. Security devices like video doorbells down to connected lights, thermostats. Um, yeah, I mean, as technology kind of rolls on, obviously everything now is becoming internet-based. I mean, what have I got that uses the internet? I've obviously got this, the internet itself. I've got uh, all my all my TV. Every single bit of TV that I watch now is requires an internet, whether it's Netflix, whether it's Prime Video, whether it's BBC iPlayer, um, Plex, YouTube, you name it, it needs an internet. Um, what else? I've also got a CCTV camera, which uses the internet again. I've got cameras dotted all over the house. And it's wonderful because it means that I can be out and about as long as I've got a, a an internet connection on my phone, I can tune in, I can see the images live, I can even talk through the microphone um, and it records as well. So yeah, what else? Um I've not gone to the I've not gone to the realms of having a, a video doorbell. Um but uh, yeah, I mean another thing as well, my central heating, I've got a thing called Hive which uh, allows me to control my heating again as long as I've got a as long as I've got a internet signal on my phone I can control the temperature I can put the heating on and off I can set a timer I can set a schedule you know um we've just become we've become so internet based I've got uh, said Amazon devices which uh, you just say their name and I do use them all the time I've got one there I've got one on my TV I've got one in my kitchen, I've got one in my hall, I've got one in my games room, and I've got one in my bedroom, and I think Eva's got one in her bedroom as well. So I have absolutely embraced these things. Now, a couple of my mates, well, one in particular, is he's really uh, anti kind of internet. I mean, he's on the internet and what have you, watches Netflix, but he doesn't like the fact that uh, these devices are constantly monitoring what you're saying, you know, they're listening for that word to be said. Um, he just doesn't like that. And I do understand, I can completely get why some people are paranoid about it. But I'm the type of person, I think, well, if you want to move on in the world, if you want to embrace technology, then it's something you've just really got to do, you know. Um, you've obviously just got to be careful. I mean, I was caught out, you know, about six months ago, getting scammed, um, which thankfully has all been resolved. I did eventually get a letter from the uh, the, the credit agency to say that uh, that uh, I had been a, a victim of scam um, and nothing nothing further was going to happen. So, yeah, it's, it's something we use all the time. And, uh, I mean, I've not gone to the realms of uh, controlling lights. One of my mates, he, I was at his house, in fact, I was at his house, on Tuesday, I think it was. Yeah, I completely forgot to say that. I took, uh, we went uh, out and flew the drone for about an hour, which was nice. Um, had nice weather, so it was good to get that out. Um, but yeah, he's got. He just goes in and he'll, he'll say the word, and he'll say computer lights, and it'll put the lights to a certain kind of ambience brightness. Um, so he he uses it a lot more than I do. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm all over it, Colin. You know. I would rather I would rather not not have these things have to use the internet, but if I did that, it means I couldn't use them. And it's funny because uh, I've currently got houses getting built outside my back garden, 
I'm not personally getting the houses built, unfortunately, but they're building some houses and uh, they're moving, they're going to be moving the virgin uh, cables from there to the front of the house. And so the guy was uh, here this morning from uh, Virgin to tell me that uh, they're going to be moving the cables tomorrow um, and I will be without the internet for probably about four or five hours. And it's only when you don't have uh, you don't have the internet that you realise just how much you actually depend, how much use the internet. I can't control my heating, I can't control my hot water, I've got no TV, I've got no computer. Um, yeah, pretty mental. So anyway, listen, thanks for the question, Colin, quite an interesting one. Um, Mr Connolly, congratulations on the new job and on your channel doing well. With your permission, I'll email you shortly and see about getting you over on my own channel for a guest slot. Great job. Listen, Dave, um, I know I've replied to you already. Absolutely. I mean, I'm a... <laughs> whilst I have not got a bloody clue what you actually talk about, um, I do listen. When I'm working, I do listen. When you're doing these live streams during the day, I will listen. I don't always talk because I'm working, but I'll sometimes just have your channel playing. Um, you've got a great great rapport um you're entertaining you know whilst you're talking about quite a dry subject you're really entertaining so i'm really really looking forward to coming on the channel buddy so please get that email sent across let me know um it's tough to be at night time obviously although saying that i'm going to be on holiday in a couple of weeks time so we could maybe get something sorted out um so yeah thanks uh thanks dave i do look forward to that and the last Question I've got here is from Multi Swinbuckle, and uh, they're usually quite big ones. Here we go. Yeah, question for next waffle. First off, before I ask this question, I've got to say that I doubt it will probably apply to myself or to you. Interesting, nor will it probably apply to many of the people who watch your channel. Anyway, sorry, anyway, on to the question. I'm gonna have a quick drink of my tea before that. Right, okay. Do you think that buying stuff in a game you've already paid for should not only be discouraged, but should also be banned as it kind of cons the game player at times into buying something they've seen and read about, but then on purchasing the game, they realise they haven't got the full thing or book package? I've only really heard stories about this kind of thing, but I imagine that if some young kid saved up his pocket money like we used to back in the day and bought a game like this, it would probably make a generation of elven atom benders. <laughs> um, yeah, the old downloadable content and what have you. Um, I've got my own views on downloadable content. I mean, I'm from a, an era where, as Milfi says, you went, you went to a computer shop, you picked up cassettes, you studied the back, you, you maybe read a magazine, you read Crash, you read Zap, Antics, whatever, computer and video games. You would kind of read up in the game, you'd decide, right, okay, I've got £10, I can either buy that game or I can buy that game or I can buy two budget games. You made an informed choice, you bought it and then you took it home and sometimes the game was shite. But the thing was, you had the full game and that was it. Now that's been the same since, you know, <coughs> excuse me, cassette, not all well, cassette, disc, um, what do you call it, cartridge, cartridges for like the Atari 2600, um, what do you call it, Mega Drive, SNES, whatever, the PlayStation, PlayStation 2, I mean, when did down downloadable contact first become a thing? I would imagine it's probably kind of Steam games or games consoles that required you to have an internet connection. I mean, games, systems like the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation uh, Xbox Series X and Xbox One and what have you, they pretty much rely on you having an internet connection to use them. Now, I don't like the fact that that's required because I always think to myself, if for whatever reason, you maybe lose your job or whatever, something happens, you don't have the internet. Because internet, whilst it has become something that I rely on, it's become, I don't view the internet as like a luxury. It's 
there could become a time where, like I say, you're maybe really short of money, you're maybe unemployed or whatever, and you don't have the internet. I reserve the right to still be able to play games. And it kind of annoys me the fact that, you know, I could get to a stage where if I don't have the internet, I simply can't access games. Now, a lot of games you can you can download. I mean, it, my daughter drives me insane for multiple reasons, but one of them being, uh, if she's, excuse me, if she's wanting to get a game for the Switch, I'll tell her, she'll say, I've got money here, I want to, I want to buy this game. And I'll say to her, well, listen, why don't we buy the game? We'll go to Amazon, we'll go to Shop2, whatever. We'll uh, order the game and then you'll get it either tomorrow or the, the day after. And uh, But she always insists, no, 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 can we just download it? And she'll go into the shop and she'll download it. Now, there's two things that annoy me about that. The biggest one is it's usually more expensive. So even though you've not got anything tangible to actually hold in your hand, you're paying more for an electronic copy of a game. And it's the same way like Kindle books. I've actually seen Kindle electronic books being more expensive than a hard copy, which to me seems crazy. I don't understand how that works at all. Um, but yeah, so she'll pay more for a downloadable version of the game. Same game, but you've got to download it. So not only are you paying more money, You've also, you're taking up more space on your unit and you're using your internet. And we get back to there you are, you need internet. And then, of course, uh, if for some weird reason, you're, I don't know, the internet was to go down and your machine or console was to stop working and you bought a new one, you're not going to be able to get these games back. You're not, unless you've got your internet and you can download them. But let's be honest, in five years' time, the chances of um, these stores still being available is probably zero. And so unless they, they somehow enable it that you can play these games without a net connection, it could be that you're only hiring games. And that's what people talk about. You're not really buying games. You're just hiring them. Um, and it's, it's just the way the world, you know, it's the way things have gone. But... I'm from an era where, you know, I want to buy a game and I know I've got the game. But anyway, that's kind of not what Milfie's talking about. He's talking about downloadable content. And for a long time, I used to think, whilst I would rather have a game and know that all the content is there, things have changed now. Even games like FIFA, I mean, FIFA's probably one of the worst ones. You can buy players, you can buy extra strips. Um, I mean, you even hear the people getting their, their FIFA account hacked and people stealing their online content. Now, is that right or wrong? Like I said, I would much rather have a disc and everything is just there for me. But intrinsically, is it wrong that they offer that? Probably not. I mean, you can, I don't know, how, how would you compare this? If you go, if you go into a restaurant and you're, you're going to pay £40 for a meal and then you decide you, you've had your main course, you've had your dinner, you're full, and then a wee bit later you think, oh, you know what, I wouldn't mind a sweet, I think I'm going to get a sweet. You get the, the, the waiter over and you'll say, excuse me, can I get the, the sweet menu? And then you'll pick what you want, sticky toffee pudding and vanilla ice cream, and you'll pay extra for that. Is that wrong? Not really. No, there's nothing wrong with that at all. So does having the ability to buy additional things in a game, is that wrong? I don't think it is. Do I like it? Absolutely not. Not at all. Where it would be wrong is if they're showing these extra strips. I don't know. See, you've got to spend extra money to unlock Lionel Messi or bloody Ronaldo. If they're showing these players on the back of the box and misleading people into the fact that they think that they've already got these, then that is wrong because they've got to be downloaded or bought, bought uh, separately. But... No, I don't think 
I think what it, it just goes back to the way we think. If you buy, I don't know, if you buy something, if you buy, uh, I don't know, say Star Wars, if you buy the Millennium Falcon and then you decide you want, um, you want Luke Skywalker, you'll go and buy the extra figure. If you then decide you want an attack, you'll go to the shop and buy it. You don't have a problem doing that. You don't expect to buy everything and have everything single thing. You have you you understand when you buy something, you're buying that and other things can be bought separately. I think it's difficult for old foggies like ourselves and obviously Milfy as well to understand that, you know, electronic content is still it's still a thing. And I mean there's there's some uh, I don't know if they still do that, <coughs> excuse me. There's some games, they, I mean, discs nowadays, I don't know the size of them. I mean, a, a, you know, a PlayStation 4 game is like 60 gig. So that disc can hold a lot of data. Now, you do, you can buy a game that will have the game that you can play. And you can also physically pay money and unlock extras they're already on the disc. And some people are saying, well, the fact that they've already bought that disc, why should they be charged extra for unlocking something that's on their disc? And I can understand why people, that annoys people, but I think you've just got to, it's trying to change the way, the perception of what you actually own. You know, if you're buying something and you get what you've paid for, and then you decide you want something else that is going to cost money, whether that involves you downloading it from the internet, whether it involves you going to a shop and buying an add-on pack, or whether it involves it simply being unlocked from the disc that you've already got in your machine. Technically, there's not nothing wrong with that, I don't think. I hate it. I absolutely despise downloadable content. I mean... Uh, on a very, very odd occasion when I play some of these games where you've got to kind of upskill, you know, you've got to collect materials and build weapons and all that kind of bollocks. Um, you know, people, you can buy extra, you know, spaceships and that kind of stuff. I think like uh, Elite Dangerous that uh, Panther plays, you know, you can probably buy better spaceships, better equipped, I think. Call of Duty and Fortnite and all these games, you know, a lot of them like Fortnite, I think it's completely free to play, but they make their money through, uh, they make their money through people buying things. Now, I don't think I would ever, what was it when I was playing recently? I was playing on the Xbox. Is it Mudrunner or Snowrunner? You basically drive about in a big truck, try and get from A to B. Usually it involves going through mud and getting stuck in mud and that kind of stuff. But you can upgrade your tires, you can upgrade your your trucks, you can buy different types of trucks. And it, it physically costs money and I'm just not comfortable with that. I don't think I've ever actually paid to unlock anything in a game. Um the only thing I'll ever the only time I've ever um bought something is if you get like new content, for example, a uh, not Last of Us, Left 4 Dead, which is one of the best um, 360 games ever. It's also in the PC. I bought, uh, they brought out additional levels and I didn't mind that because you're getting, you're actually getting more game for your money. You're not just buying an extra weapon or an unlockable character. Um, so I don't mind that, but I would never, I'm saying never because I, I don't, I, I can probably confidently say never because I don't play these games. But I've got no interest in spending money and buying a gun or whatever. A lot of these games, you can earn credits by just playing it for like 10 hours. But I think there was a game um, years ago, and I think somebody said you could the longer you played it, you could get unlock more weapons and what have you. And uh, I can't remember exactly. I can't remember what the game was or what it was. But there was one thing, and I think they basically said, for you to actually earn that weapon, whatever it was, you would have to have played the game 
24 hours a day for like 30 years. It was something ridiculous. In other words, there's no way that you could ever actually own that weapon unless you physically paid cash. So, yeah, but like I said, it's just, it's it's like my mum and dad, they, uh, they didn't understand computers. I don't really understand uh, downloadable content. It's not something that I'm comfortable with. I don't fully understand it. Um, and I don't like it. Like you, Milfy, if I buy a game, I want to buy the game and that is it. You know, I don't want to have to be paying money or unlocking stuff or playing for... I don't I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't mind earning stuff if you've got to, you know, collect a thousand coins um, and then you can buy a game. I don't mind that. That gives you a bit of challenge, like upgrading your weapons, whatever, but I'm not into this kind of downloadable content bollocks. So, um, yeah, listen, that is it. I've somehow managed to spin this out for 48 minutes. Apologies for it being a pretty... Pretty enough, uh, Friday Waffle. Um, I will be along on Sunday for uh, the usual. It's going to be part four, I think, of the Commodore 64 uh, 100 games. And, uh, yeah, listen, I hope you all have a really nice Friday night if you're watching this on Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. Hopefully catch you on Sunday. As always, guys, thank you very, very much for watching. Oh, and finally, make sure you go and check out Nova Bug and uh, tune in to his... Uh, Charity stream. Okay, take care, guys. Thanks for watching. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.